All right, everybody, and uh, happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, and we are here. I see you. What's going on, Abigail, Ricardo, Gina? How you doing? Chris, what's going on, man? Hello. All right, all right. Welcome to the parlay. We're going to have uh, others probably joining us in as well. You know, it's the holidays, people traveling and uh, doing their thing, having a great time. So I uh, hope you guys are safe. Uh, everybody's Christmas shopping all done? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah? I haven't started. You, you haven't started? Oh, wow. Ricardo, yeah. See, I knew it. <laughs> all right. I so I, I, um, I for the, to go, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Some people do the last minute shopping, though, like the last, like, I don't know, like literally last minute, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um want to um, welcome you guys on as well. And if you could see, please make sure to use the uh, chat box. Can everybody see what's in the chat box right now? No, I All right. So uh, we, we are recording. We record all of our parlay sessions as well. Um, so that way we, we don't miss it and skip a beat from there. So but definitely um, like to welcome you aboard. Make sure you use the chat box. You can actually send private messages through the chat box as well. Um, or you can send a message to everyone, which is cool, which everybody loves because everybody likes to see what you're responding on. So um, even though you might not want to speak up, you can always drop something into the chat as well. Be sure to also use the uh, blue raise your hand um, you guys see that as well. So, you know, as people start joining in, um, if you do want to respond to one of the actual questions, uh, feel free to raise your hand. I'll see it electronically and then I'll be able to, you know, pick you out and, and, and go from there as well. Um, so uh, for those of you that are once again new, uh, welcome to the parlay. We do this every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time uh, until 7 p.m. So it's about an hour. Uh, I'm in Arizona. So, you know, we're about an hour ahead of you guys in California for those that are in California as well. Um, please make sure uh, we expect your responses to be clean and professional. This is a parlay. So, uh, you know, make sure your responses are, are clean and professional as well. Um, visit us at parlayallday.com and um, join our mailing list. Uh, everybody's trying to see how do you stay connected with Parlay. Our mailing list is a big deal. So definitely connect with us at Parlay all day. For everyone uh, who attends the Parlay session, we do consider you a, a member of the Parlay network. So um, whether you attend one session a month, one session every week, uh, once every six months, hey, you're still a member. So uh, we like to welcome you as well. We are working as well. Just a little side note, we are working on our... Uh, parlay podcast so many of you are um been hearing about that going to be on it as well too um but that launches on january 11th and ricardo is the man in charge of that you want to say something about that ricardo real quick uh no i mean we're just excited i mean we've been working on this for the past few months so finally it's all coming together so yeah uh, we're excited about the you know launching it yeah, so it's great stuff. So what I'm doing is I'm reaching out to individuals who I feel would be great for the Parlay podcast. And if you or someone you know um, would like to be on the show, uh, we're looking for individuals that have a story. Everybody has a story. So that story could be big or small. Um, 
I see my cousin Jonathan on, on, on here as well. What's up, Jay? <laughs> what up, cuz? What cut up, cuz? What's going on, cuz? All right. And um, so, yeah, so if you're on the Parlay Podcast show, I know Robert Alexander, you're already on it. Um, man, we welcome you. And I know Gina, you're, you're going to be lined up as well, too. Um, but it's, it's going to be a great time, you know, passing the word, letting everybody know about what we're doing as well, too. So great, great stuff. Um, so every week we have a new title for the Parlay. Um, and for those of you that received the, the email and so forth as well, um, today is political correctiveness. Um, and I'm going to drop in in the chat right now the uh, questions as well, too. So just to kind of get people's uh, heads going here as well. So let me know when you see it in the chat box and we'll go ahead and uh, start this off here as well. So can everybody see that inside the uh, chat? All right. So does political correct cor correctness affect our ability to objectively discuss complex or controversial issues has political correct correctness gone too far should we continue to protect people's feelings by avoiding certain truths so there, there's a question i know so it's a lot heavily weighted there as well i'm gonna have ricardo to start us off as well ricardo uh, go ahead and take the floor Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, the reason why we thought of this of this topic is, uh, you know, as we work, you know, in the parlay, part of the part of our goal is to help people grow, and I think part of growth is to be able to, you know, have thicker skin, not be easily offended. So, I think political correctness started as a good thing. I mean, I think I do think that we have to be careful of, you know, if we can avoid offending someone, you know, let's just go ahead and avoid it. Uh, at the same time it's gotten to the point where we can't even, you know, discuss certain topics without people just getting triggered. And that, and, you know, that prohibits our ability to, to have a conversation about, you know, important issues. And I, I just think that it, 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 it is going too far to the point now where um, if you even suggest a topic or you know, mention something about a topic, you get labeled a racist, a sexist, or a bigot. Um, and as a society, I mean, it's causing problems because we, like, like I said, we can't even have a discussion. Uh, it's, you know, our ability for critical thinking is being... Um, like kind of blocked, basically, right? Yeah, it, I mean, it's just basically that. It's, it's there's so many issues that can be discussed, but because people are afraid of offending someone, you know, they just don't get discussed. And so what happens is you have people on two sides of, of an issue arguing, but not really having an actual discussion about it. Right. So I think that's, that's having uh, problems, you know, even in our personal lives. I mean, um, you know, people, I was, people always ask like, what, what's your definition of political correctness? And I've always said it's um, the elevation of sensitivity over truth. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes you just have to be truthful and you're going to hurt someone's feelings. Um, like I have friends who are heavy set, and they always talk about wanting to lose weight or, and I always tell them, look, you're going to look better. You're going to feel better. Um, and some people get offended by that, but it's just the truth. You know, like, do you want to protect people's feelings over their heart? And I mean, their heart, like physically, like you don't want them to have a heart attack. You want them to be physically fit, you know, healthy. 
And these are hard discussions to have. I mean, if you really care about someone, then you really have to be able to piss them off for their own benefit versus just, you know, staying quiet and allowing them to continue to hurt themselves. And it could be about anything. It could be about how they do their finances, how they, you know, how they handle relationships. Um, so I think, I think it is affecting people's abilities, you know, in personal relationships and also as a society. I think political correctness has gone too far. That's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on that, man? <clears throat> um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's always like good to be polite and such um, when you have something to say. But yeah, I would say it's gone too far to an example. I kind of thought it was like the other day um, I had a discussion with someone about this stuff. Um, about like taking the vaccine and such and I knew that it'd be a sensitive subject with this certain person um it definitely got really weird you know midway through the conversation and it shouldn't have been like that you know she shouldn't have you know gone offended about whatever we discussed you know it should yeah. just been like oh we agree disagree you know you learn and move on um yeah. but yeah no I definitely agree I mean that's really interesting yeah hey Chris make sure you try to turn your mic up a little bit too yeah turn, turn your mic up a little bit too Okay, I will. Is this better? Yeah, it sounds better. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you, Chris. Gina, I see you raising your hand. What's going on, Gina? Yeah, I raised my hand. <laughs> um, I believe that the truth is always the best policy. I believe that we as people have to speak about uncomfortable topics. And that starts with, you know, a, a, a difficult conversation at home. We all know, as Ricardo just was mentioning, how difficult it is to tell someone who's constantly constantly complaining about a specific topic and they hate the way they look, they hate the way they feel, they hate their job, they hate their lives, but it's like, well, are you gonna do something about it? You know, and so to push someone like a little bit, but I think that there's always the way that someone else is going to listen is not when we get rude is not when we are condescending but it is you know the sound makes the music yeah so but i think that we have to talk about you know look at the political climate look at what has been happening this year you know the whole black lives matter i mean everything that has been going on in the world and the reason why there, you know, it came to such clashes. I live in Los Angeles. I live in Hollywood. The National Guard was down the street. There were people with military, you know, rifles standing there. I'm like, what is this Afghanistan? Like what is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? But the reason yeah. is, is because if you have a discussion that uh, that's not a discussion, but just ignorance, right. right? Like say, if we talk about racism, you can't, you know, so you have one side clashing with another, but how do we really come together? Because the question is, how do you, you know, have a conversation with someone who is a racist or say someone who's simply ignorant, meaning uneducated, uninformed, right. not exposed to a specific different race or type of living. Um, so I always think that we have to come together and speak instead of just pointing our finger at someone else or speaking about someone behind their backs or behind closed doors. Cause it's easy for me to talk about a person who's not in the room with a friend of mine, yet we find no solutions. That right. Way. Yeah. And I feel a lot of that too plays a big part on social media. And when you look at how 
people these days are able to tweet about something uh, just because they see somebody post something like, oh, you know what? I'm okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, take the back door and hurry up and just post something uh, real, real quick. But it's kind of like this um, confrontational, scared to get upfront with somebody, but okay to send a tweet or text about something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's it's good. I see my 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 brother Kareem Grimes. You joined us, man. Welcome to the parlay, Kareem. I know Kareem. Hey. Oh, oh you know Kareem? <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Small world. Good, good. Hey, you got Gino in here as well. Yeah, Kareem and I go way back, way back. Um, but uh Jonathan, my cousin Jonathan, what, what do you want to say on this one, man? What what are your thoughts on uh this this question? I just feel like um Especially people, 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 especially it's a sensitive, very sensitive topic these days with people being politically correct, you know, not politically correct, but like people, you know, bringing up because it fears with their families, their friends, their jobs. So it's like we have to really, really partake because you never know the person is going to you're going to meet is the person going to, you know, it's going to be your next boss. And somebody, let's say that, that boss is voted for Trump. He's talk all this nonsense about Trump and blah, blah, blah. No, no mind. I'm not, I'm against Trump. I don't want you guys to say, you know, but, um, you know, it, it's about who you know is where you go. You know, it's like about like, you know, every every expression, every every movement that you ever do in your life, it's always going to reflect on others. It's called the, the, it's the domino effect. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So True. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Abigail, you have you have anything you want to say, Abigail? Um, I just think yeah, it's going to have a tremendous effect. Uh, I liked a lot what Ricardo was saying. It's simple. Like sometimes the truth hurts, and if we can't get over that, we will never have a productive. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. like, always keep in mind you have to be kind to others. But you can't keep avoiding topics for the sake of stepping Right. Up. Yeah. And, and I always say, too, is that, you know, sometimes th there's a saying that I've grown up to, but sometimes the truth hurts. And, and so, you know, the truth hurts, but it makes you strong as well. You know, it, it makes you strong. So, um, that's one of, oh, um, th that's that's one of the main things. Uh, and, and Kareem, you, you got something to say on that too, bro? My bad, man. I messing with this dog. Oh, man, come on, man. You good? You good? Tell the dog we said what's going on. This is the parlay, the parlay. You got it, Kareem. Um, yeah, but that, you know, the, the truth hurts. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, I even tell my wife that, hey, you know, Tell me, tell me like it is, you know, I, I don't want to hear any kind of sugar coating. Um, I want to hear like, like, like it is. Um, is there something that I'm doing wrong that um, needs to be addressed? Tell me, or even like my, my great friends, you know, or family, you know, just, just tell me like it is. So um, Robert Alexander, anything to say on that? <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Politically correctness is, you know, just the whole phrase in itself is, is subjective, but at the end of the day, I think the truth is important. I think on a professional level, you know, you wanna you wanna hear what what the real is. You know, you wanna know, like for example, you're working at your job and you're slacking and your boss is like, hey, we need to work on this because you know, your job's at jeopardy and and they're not playing games. They're telling you, like, get your stuff together. In that case, you want the real, right? But to a little 10-year-old who you know is not good in basketball you just don't go to him and be like you're not good in basketball right you know it's 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 personal things where you 
you posh what you say because you have to inspire people because everyone doesn't have the same thick skin. Right. You know, um, you can tell me I need to work on something and I could be the person that takes it and runs with it and becomes successful. You tell somebody else that they break down and feel that they're being attacked. So it's the receiver of the truth and how they're capable of receiving it. But the giver has to have some tact about it because you can't just tell everybody how you feel about every little thing because some people can't handle it. So, you know, we use Trump, for example, you know, he came and tried to remove the whole political correctness. Like, I don't care about hurting anybody's feelings. I'm going to tell you, China, you this or that. Well, it's some validity to it, but it's all about the approach. If your approach is bad and your uh, and your truth is is bad, it's not going to be received. Once you, they got this thing called an amygdala hijack, and it's when the brain goes into this mode of, it's like an argument. I'm not thinking conscious. I'm thinking emotional. Once you get a person out of that consciousness and it's emotional, like fight or flight, you're not going to reach them. They, they've overtaken their concept of kind of listening. So, you know, those things like that, I think if you keep, you know, if you play with the wrong person the wrong way, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to go good. But I think the yeah. truth is very important for growth. Yeah. With the people. I can't lie to you and think we're getting down to the real reason why we aren't closer for whatever reason. I got to be honest and we right. work through it. Right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, and those of you that have just joined in, I see Lucas. What's going on, Lucas? Um, as well as uh, Shane Lynn and uh, looks like uh, Simi Duncan. Correct. Um, if you guys um, want to respond to an actual question, just simply raise your hand electronically um, and I'll, I'll see it and I'll be able to call on you as well, too. Um, so great one. Great one there as well. Uh, Kareem, you want to say anything on this one as well about political correctedness? Um, yeah, I think we've just gotten to a point in just society where, yeah. you know, we, you know, everything is like you said, it is PC. And there, there, I think there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a place and time for it. Yeah, but you know, I I definitely want to write off of you like just just give it to me raw. I don't want no sugar coat, no nothing. Yeah, um, because then I can respect it and digest it even more than yeah. you being around the bush and being you know and, and, and tiptoeing around it. So yeah, um, you know, I, I think there is a a, a place in time. Yeah, uh, when you're when when you're talking about that, as far as you know, just with uh, acknowledging. Uh, a group or whatever, you know, I guess yeah, who you dealing with. say you can't say midget, but you can say little person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, I get that. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's that I definitely understand that. And I respect that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, like true. I said, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a time and a place for it. Yeah. Um, but, but for the most part, I think for me, I definitely would like, you know, to have my, uh, you know, mind given, you know, straight, straight lace, no chase. Yep. Yep. I'm the same but way. Even, but, but even, even within the political correctness, there's some different standards. Like there's some certain classes of people that are more protected than others. Like I remember like when during the primaries, whenever somebody else announced that they were going to run, the response was always, do we need another white man? So imagine saying that, like, do we need another black man? Like that would have been less acceptable than just bashing the, you know, the, the white man. So even with that, like there's certain, like, Levels. there's certain like 
uh, groups that are more protected than others. Like you can't say anything about transgender. Like you, you don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, like you're gonna get attacked for even mentioning something right. about them. But you can make a joke about Asian drivers, you know, and you're gonna get a good laugh, you know. <laughs> so even with that, there's like different standards. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Robert had mentioned something on one of the 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 past parlays, and Robert, you could probably. Uh, mention it again. I thought it was powerful, man. Um, we were talking about dating in relationships and, um, you know, <laughs> how you said you look at it as, uh, as different quarters that that was, or did you say quarters or did you say like a basketball game? What, what'd you say? I, I think your mic is on Robert. I think your mic is, is muted, muted. Yeah. Sorry about that. Go yeah. Ahead. I don't think it was about the, I don't know if it was a relate. Yeah. I think it was a, that was a subject, but using, um, you want me to re-explain it? Is that what yeah, you're... man, I thought it was great because it 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 kind of made me think about how, you know, there's different levels on, you know, when when you obviously are giving feedback to someone. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, the point was on, the, on the, pro, the subject, it was basically, you know, where one is in their life in a relationship when someone's ready to be serious versus still playing the field, what age you're in and, you know, your mind state. It was kind of, that was what it was about. But a good friend of mine, uh, his name was Mario. One day he was like, you know what? He's like, man, I, I look at life in four quarters. And he's like, you know, um, you know, I break down in life, you know, and I take how first he does, he takes how many life expectancy years we get as humans. So if you were to Google the average life expectancy, say it's 83 years for men, 85 for women. And he was like, I divided in four quarters. And he's like, okay, so 22, that's first quarter. You come out the gate, you kind of, rough around the edges, second quarter, you're 48. Second, by the second half, when you reach this middle point in your life, your mentality should be just like conceptually of the game where you're like, I, I look, I learned from my first quarter mistakes. Some of us have great momentum. We've gotten rolling into third and fourth quarter. Some of us need to really figure out what makes more sense because one and two quarters, we suck. So the mentality that I sometimes use in most of this stuff, I'm just saying is when you're older in life, you just have more of a, you have to look at how long you're gonna be here and things you're gonna tolerate less than you would when you were 19 at the beginning of the game. So that was really, really it, you know, it's just, it's just life management. It's just taking the life of our existence and how we match up our cares and our worries just like our parents who are in their 70s, who are in their third, her, their fourth quarters, they're, you know, the things that they care about is totally different, obviously, than the people in the first and second quarter. But, but yeah. know where you're at and be kind of synced up with that is what, yeah. you know. Yeah, I thought that was real powerful, man. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah, I like that too, man. I was yeah. like, I said, I'm like, bro, that's like prolific right that's there. genius genius yeah 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 hey, hey lucas what's going on man i see you on the parlay man how you doing this night tonight doing good doing good just uh you know wrapping some stuff up here enjoying this time of year i uh, know uh, man happy crazy. holidays yeah what are your thoughts on this one man um political correctness yeah so i think uh I think I'm kind of in agreement with a lot of people here where, you know, obviously you're not going to tell a 10 year old girl, they look uh, ugly or something, you know, just, you know, you don't want to be addicted to people, but at the same time, you gotta, there's a place in time to be real, you know, just to say right. things how they are. Um, 
And, you know, I've dealt with this actually, um, you know, in my, I think I all have, but I've dealt with this in my personal life. My family, just for whatever reason, culturally are more kind of beat the round, beat around the bush people. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. And, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's fine, but then at other times, if there's an issue, it's kind of like, it'd be better for people to like be hurt for 15 minutes. So then we can move on instead of, you know, beating around the bush for two, three hours, right, right. you know, and then still not getting anywhere because the real issue hasn't been addressed mm-hmm. because I feel like sometimes, especially like in interpersonal relationships, but maybe even in the office or actually in the, even in the office too, you know, the real crux of the issue has to be, you know, addressed, right? right if right. some department is slacking, if one person is slacking, whether it's you or someone else, or something's just not working, if you don't want to call someone out, it has to be addressed in some way. Otherwise, if you don't know the problem, how are you going to solve it? Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, so that's, I, that's, I kind of echoing everyone else. That's, that's basically one of the first things that comes to my mind yeah, with that, because that. I've, I've had, I'll just like, I'm sure everybody here, I've had personal experiences with that. Yeah. And I think that if, I mean, if everybody, if we all operated like that, I, I mean, really in real life, the whole entire world, I think the world would be a whole different place. You know, everybody's addressing things straight, like straight up. There's no sugarcoating, you know, uh, things will get done, you know, which is, which is definitely, and I appreciate you, Lucas. Uh, Shane Lynn, welcome to the parlay. I, I see you um, on here. Would you like to say anything about this one? Hey, brother. How you doing, on, man? On, Sorry Shane. about the last name, man. That's Lenable. I got a new <laughs> Lenovo here and I have multiple computers that I've been sharing for like a tablet and another Dale. So I named them this way. So I know which one has got which file. So I move things around. Like hey, hey, you know what, man? Yeah, they call sorry, you James but, Bond, man. No, James Lenovo. Bond. I could be Shane tablet tomorrow. I could be Shane Dell the next. <laughs> but uh, let me say this. I didn't catch the question because I came late, but I kind of yeah, see where you everybody's going with this so it has to be about sugar coating or not political basically yeah, the question is does political correctness affect our ability ability to objectively discuss complex or controversial issues has political correctness gone too far and should we continue to protect people's feelings by avoiding certain truths there's a question Damn, I better pass on this one, brother. That was heavy. But I can say this. I can say this honestly, because sometimes we do feel it's gone too far because there's no matter what, you will get somebody hurt and you will say somebody. It's just the way everything has been projected that makes uh, these these sort of hurt feeling. Uh, It has gone too far sometimes, I think. But there's but there's still there's still some uh, limits you have to keep. Like Ricardo was saying about the Asian, my, my ex-girlfriend is Asian and she gets into car accidents every, I talk to her, every month or so she has one. So yes, we, uh, Ricardo knows, I tell, I tell Ricardo, I go, she got into another accident, man. She was talking to me this time, she rear-ended somebody. So yes, oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah okay so that would be wrong for me to say that but it's a fact but i have to still watch my you know watch what i say right so right. you got to because it's your girl yeah definitely yeah yeah and so this is that's why i want to i like to pass about 
this one because <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. Hey, because uh, either way, it's like you could get screwed. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, gotcha. Hey, so that was a great, uh, great, great intro to this parlay. I, I, I have the next question I'm dropping in on the parlay. Check your chat. And, and this is going to get a lot of activity. Um, and here we are. Do you think participation trophies hinder child development? This is one that uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and start this off here. So um, I know when I played sports back in the day, I'm 43 now. So I don't think I, I mean, I think maybe some sports back in the day, I received a participation trophy, but I, I think that when someone has to work for a trophy and it's a child or even an adult, it makes them work harder. And I think that that's what, I mean, I, I think that participation trophy shouldn't be given out. Because, you know, it's like when you're in college and you're trying to graduate with honors, you know, if you're trying to graduate with honors, you're doing the work to graduate with honors. And you're, and you're getting that certificate at the end saying, hey, I graduated with honors. You just feel more, um, I don't to me, I just feel better. I feel, I feel stronger when that happens. Um, but others, others, feel free to use the uh, raise your hand as well. But others on this one. Go ahead, Parlay. Well, I think I think that's actually one of the biggest problems we have culturally is yeah. this idea of, you know, we, we talked about like hurting people's feelings. And of course, you want to encourage kids to like be self-aware and work harder and know where they're weak at and work on that. But and I just think that the participation trophy is just a bad idea. There's some places where they don't even keep score. Like I went yeah. to a basketball game the other day and they're playing and I'm like, well, who's winning? They're like, oh, we're not keeping score because we don't want them to feel that one is superior than the other. And I'm like, so then why, why play? Right. Um, I played soccer and for a long time. And I think I only won one trophy my entire life playing soccer. Wow. And my cousin's kid, I went to Mexico to visit. And my cousin's kid, he was bragging because he has 11. And so I yeah. thought, okay, man, I mean, this kid might be good. So I went over to see them play and they lost seven, nothing. And then they get a trophy. <laughs> so I was like, oh, dude, you're just getting trophies just for showing up. Yep. And so another time, just to go back to the political correctness thing, I, I just made a comment. Somebody came in and said, it was one of my other cousin's kids. He was bragging about his second place medal. And, and, it's, and it's an accomplishment, second place. But I just made a joke. I just said, dude, second place means you're the, you're the first of the losers. <laughs> but I said it as a joke. The family didn't talk to me for the whole day. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Others, others, what are your thoughts on this? Um, um, I think like, so I coach youth sports. We have actually have an AAU team out here that, I, that I've been coaching for about seven years. And, you know, this is interesting subject matter. Um, but I, I'm with you, um, Damon. I feel like participation trophies, um, or in spirit that, you know, it, it's, it's warm, it's fuzzy, but I think you got to always give people goals to reach for, like, you know, uh, the Valor Victorian, or if, if, if we made everything so balanced in terms of achievement, there would be nothing to climb for. So I think we do need that extra step 
to go for. And if it's a trophy that's given to you just because you showed up, it doesn't put the right mentality. I'm so sorry. Fantasy basketball with all <laughs> my kids, by the way. We got fantasy basketball with my team. Sorry Welcome about that. to Parlay. Welcome but, um, to Parlay. But, but the thing is, it's like you want them to reach for something. So I'm, I, I don't believe that the participation trophy they should get. I feel like, you know, you work for it. And, you know, and it's important, but, you know, keep yeah. pushing for it. Keep but pushing, don't yeah. just give it just because they showed up, you know, nah. showing up is, and that's it, like giving a dad, a good dad plaque because he's t- uh, going to the park with his his son. Like that's, <laughs> if you give every dad a good dad plaque, does that mean that the great dads that do the highest level of what a father does, they're on the same level? Like right. you have to, there's levels to it. So right. Yeah, I, I need to be employee of the year for showing up every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Gina, but, Gina, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Gina, what are your thoughts on this participation? Um I also I agree with you guys. I don't think that kids should all receive a trophy and we're all equal because if we are playing sports or whether it is in school. Um, you know, there's a reason why there is a system like that. Why does one get an A and why does one get an F? Well, the A student studied and the F1 didn't. You know, they were out and about doing whatever it is that they were doing. Why should they get the same type of reward um, for something that they didn't do? I think it's a little bit different when there are children who try really, really hard, like say, they're just perhaps not built as great athletically, but they really try really hard. And I think it's important to encourage them as the coach or the parent and just to say, hey, keep going. I know this is a lot harder for you, you know, because there's some kids, they're just built very athletic. I, I worked with um, athletes the other day and I had conversations with them, but, you know, Greatness requires a lot of effort. And I think that effort needs to be rewarded because yeah. it's something that it's something that, you know, keeps you going. Yeah. I personally, you know, I'm also a very competitive person. I didn't necessarily play sports, but like, you know, I was dancing my whole life and stuff like that. And there's just so much work that goes into that. And in the end, you know, you have a performance and you get a standing ovation perhaps, which is then your trophy. You know, if people are like, well, that was, you know what I mean? So you're (laughs) like, oh my God, this is, this is horrific. And so I was watching a documentary uh, about um, Usain Bolt, um, the uh, The sprinter. Best, uh, you know, I I think he he holds the um, world record on 100 meters, 200 and 400 meters, which is insane. And, you know, it's it's like your mindset, but it's also, you know, a person who comes from a place where things weren't just given to you. Things weren't just handed to you. Everybody who has a great story had to work really really hard i don't know if you saw the whole michael jordan thing which i thought was extremely interesting and he said when he actually failed because he was you know he was god gave him a specific talent but then i think he said 
he was in summer camp and he just for some reason had a bad season and whatnot and his father shook him up and because he said i think i'm done i'm not playing basketball anymore and i think one of his parents went to him and said why would you give up right. why would you give up if you were given this gift you just have to work harder so right. I guess it was good that he didn't get a reward or that he didn't win because it pushed him to become one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that's a big thing. And that whole YouTube um, segment of uh, chasing failure that I, I recommend everybody to see. I mean, that's huge. I mean, you know, you got to fail in order to succeed, um, you know, and. Uh, but but you, you, you see that a lot now with uh, the younger generation, even even the way they vote politically, how they feel like they're entitled to, you know, have things handed to them. You know, they yeah. criticize people who worked hard and earned their money. Yeah. And it's like they get demonized for that because yeah. they have something that the others don't. Yeah. Well, true. you didn't work as hard as they did. Yeah. And and you see that even in sports, like where they want to get paid before they even, you know, play a game. Right. I follow boxing a lot and a lot of these young boxers, like they, they act like they're superstars. Like they want to get, you know, Mayweather type money, but they don't realize is that Mayweather didn't get to that level until 12 years into his career. And he worked right. harder than anybody else. I mean, people always right. saw the flash and him going out to clubs, but behind the scenes, he worked harder than anybody else. And that's what people don't see. They just see like, Oh, like, you know, this guy's good and yeah. he gets paid a lot of money. And yeah, people feel true. like they're just entitled to it. Yeah, true. No, that's good. And also, too, uh, Chris, Chris, what, what are your thoughts on this one? So I've heard this controversial question in the past, but I kind of never really thought about it. Um, at first, when you asked the question, I kind of agreed more with what Gina was saying with, you know, kind of like if you give it your all and you try, you know, you deserve something in the end. Kind of like getting through school, you know, like, yeah getting even through high school, you know, uh, you get a diploma and but going through college is, you know, you're working extra hard. Um, so I do, I do get that. But then when you guys, you know, made other examples about setting goals and everything, that definitely makes more sense that right. you should get rewarded when you do work extra hard at something versus, you know, trying it, but it just isn't there yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It gives you something to, you know, work towards and everything. So I definitely think the trophy, not only like a little kid trophy but you know in retrospect in life um yeah you should cycles and you know strive to do the very best gotcha. and, then, and then get like the reward then yep yep and i was gonna say too you know is it based on the age you know because i know when i was um you know five years old and i was playing soccer uh you know, I was, I played soccer just, just like Ricardo. So um, we went to state, you know, AYSO and, um, you know, did really, really well. I got big trophies when we won state, um, you know, in little tournaments that we won. But when I was really young, I remember playing soccer and they used to give us these, um, these uh, lanyards that go around your neck. You know what I'm talking about? Where you get the little medal. The whole team got that, you know, for participating. Um, in a certain event. And I, was, I used to be like, oh, wow, this is cool. But there were individuals that were on the sideline that weren't starters that were still getting those. And I'm like, <laughs> I was young, but I was like, man, you you got one of those, you didn't even work. Like, you're not even dirty, you know? And so, um, but yeah, big, big, big thing there. Um, Kareem, I know, man, you're in the acting industry and all that, man, my brother. Um, what are your thoughts on this, man, in, in relation to... Uh, this whole uh, trophy, man, participation trophies, man. 
Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm just from the old school, bro. You know, <laughs> if you don't, if you didn't win, you don't get a trophy. Right. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think once again, what you said is, is, uh, you know, you just by you showing up. Yeah, that's great. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But there's also a lesson in the in, in the failures and in the loss. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. you know, you, you that that's what it is. You know, yep. for me, I can't tell you how many auditions, you know, I didn't get, but that didn't deter me from not being an actor. Right. You know what I'm saying? I kept right. I kept going and, and going and pushing until, you know what I'm saying? I I yep. was able to 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 get that gig. So Yep. You know, I, I think I think as a society, if we're doing that, we're we're giving these kids an out. You know what I'm saying? We're giving yeah. these kids an out, man. And you know, yeah. I it's it, that's just not how that's just not how it should go, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I also, also want to also want to mention like, and, and these are the extreme scenarios, but they're having a negative impact on society as a whole. If you look at uh, these mass shootings that have happened, and if you pay attention to the manifestos that these guys are writing. A lot of them are upset at women that they're not paying attention to them. And then you see that even like in just going out to the bar or even I even have some friends that are upset. Like, why wouldn't she go out with me? Like, she should know that I'm special. I'm like, but you're not, <laughs> you know, you're because you're not attracting her like, because you haven't figured out how to attract her. Like, that's why. <laughs> yeah. But you, you see that, like, you, you have these guys that have, like, these grandiose view of themselves. I mean, okay, let's face it. We all have a more flattering view of ourselves than what reality is. I think we all do that. But Aim into that. But, but, but there are some people who are just, they have, like, this grandiose view of themselves. Like, they think that the world is jealous of them. And I'm like, dude, you ain't special. Like, one of the things that I picked up during COVID was I started hiking, and one of the things that I like about just looking at nature makes you realize how insignificant you are. <laughs> and it kind of puts things into, into perspective. It's like, I went to Yosemite and I saw like the whole, um, all the different like rocks and everything, just nature itself. And it's like, wow, this is how insignificant I, I really am to nature. And, yeah. uh, and it kind of puts, puts everything into perspective. Like you're not that special. The world's not out to get you. Um, yeah. Nobody hates me. Nobody's jealous of me. <laughs> and yeah. uh, you, know, you just stay grounded that way. Yeah, just to add on to you, Ricardo, like, yeah, like, uh, it's teaching, you know, these kids, like, listen, it's going to be tough out there, you know, but you just have to, you know, push forward and, 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 and fight through it, you know, and I think if we're, you know, saying, oh, you failed, you failed, and here's a here's a trophy because you failed, it's just like, you have nothing to really fight for because you know, right. like, oh, if I fail, you know, it's, it's all good. So, yeah. yeah. And, and another thing to also keep in mind is there's going to be times when you're going to do everything right and you're still not going to win. And that's not weakness. That's just life. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Whether, that's, whether that's you're true. an actor and you're a great actor, but the director just didn't think you're the right person for this role. Whether yeah. you're a great athlete, but the coach just doesn't think that you're fit in his system, it's just, it's that's and, just life. And 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 I think that that needs to be communicated to 
children at a very young age because you know um and i, I know i know i keep bringing back that social dilemma um uh documentary that was on netflix but you know it, it really was bothering me how the young children of this day and age you know can be basically um post something on social media and get a comment or uh you know, not get enough likes. And then they take that so much to heart to where they want to hurt themselves because they don't, they're not getting the certain approval on behalf of someone else. That's crazy to me, but it's happening in this day and age. And, and by, by watching that documentary, it helped me to see like, whoa, I mean, people were, oh, your ears are too big you know, or your, your, your hair, oh, your hair is short. Why? And then people are doing filters to make their hair longer, or they're doing, you know, things to make their makeup skin, you know, all kinds of stuff on there just to get approval. That is crazy to me. Um, but the thing is, is that we have to let children know, and I don't have any children yet. Um, but the thing is, is we have to let children know at an early age that, Hey, this is life. You know, it's the hard knock life, as, as Jay-Z used, used to say from there. But it's like, you're going to bump your head. It's going to be difficult roads ahead of you. But you got to keep on going through the jungle because at the end, there is a finish line and there is success. But what are the other thoughts on that as well? Yeah, I wanted to say, um, like, you're right. I think like um, like you're talking about the, the the likes and social dilemma. I just had watched that too. I was a little bit behind on it, but um, I feel like this, like as a society, anything like this generation is is put upon likes and clicks and, va and views are value. You know, if it wasn't currency was said that this means something, so we gave it value, right? Um, likes, is anything that we as a culture give value to this young generation, this is their new currency. Likes, views, friends, that's important to the, them because we made it important. So then now you get a reaction from this new value that's placed. Us older people, it's of no value just because we know what true acknowledgements and respect usually came from, which was face-to-face -face interaction and your friends was the load of who were at your door, at your house, who came by, you knew what that really meant. But now this is a new value point for these kids and it's affecting them way more differently than no one ever imagined because who would have thought that you would care that nobody liked your picture. Right. But the reality is if Joe Blow getting a lot of likes, it does make you feel a kind of way because now Joe can say, I get 50 likes on my page a day. So right. it's value over there for the kids, but um, you know, it's, it's uncontrollable. But then you talk about like your kids. It's like, I have a 15 year old and I've been managing him since, you know, day one, and you do have to have those conversations with them, like gearing them up for how this stuff really works. It's like, it's just yeah. inevitable, but yeah, you do have to keep some optimisticness about the world there because you can't right. just tell a 12 year old how graphic this place is because all of right. a sudden, once you start putting fear and doubt, when that mind's trying to evolve and get hopeful, you just shut it down with your real raw reality. You got to manage it a certain way. At least I do. But yeah, there like is it. a yeah, time yeah. that, okay, now 
just how we just said we'll talk about the birds and the bees yeah now it's just like the life and the trees now you know let's talk about what really is going on but it's a time frame for that but but yeah. give it to them the younger the better and uh you know you protect them from all this stuff that's going on you know? i like that man the life in the trees i've never heard that man you know robert you always man got some 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 phrases man that that, that make me smile man <laughs> even even i'll just add like the social media thing is just getting worse because now even companies are adopting that i mean yeah. i got called the other day because i got a two-star review and they're like oh like could you explain the what do you what are your thoughts of this two-star review and i just responded sarcastically i said well it's not the one <laughs> wow like, you know like, i can't do anything about it the guy just felt that way and wow but but people are now being evaluated on surveys or comments and people comment on every i was buying salt the other day on amazon and one of the reviews said use daily with food <laughs> oh man so people feel the need to like even put a comment like as stupid as that yeah yeah i see you but, Gina. But, and that's the culture now yep that's the culture yep yep i think that um all of us want to be seen and we want for people to like us. I think that that is something that we are just born with because who wants to not be liked by others, right? I think what plays a major role are our parents and is the environment that we grow up in and what we are exposed to. What's crazy to me is, and so this is just a completely different generation. When I was a kid, I don't remember being allowed to watch a whole lot of TV. That just wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Right. You can read a book. You can, I remember I used to have, you know, stories on like vinyl or cassette tape that I would sit in my room and listen to these, I don't know, Disney stories or something like that. Or my mother would read a book to me and stuff like that. So I would use my imagination. There wasn't such a thing as comparing yourself to everyone else all the time, all the time. It's just exhausting. And even as an adult, it is exhausting. And you know, there was some years ago where I found myself even, you know, and I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling through pictures and I, I, I was following, you know, some fitness people and I was like, well, she got a great body. I feel like I should look like that or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I should work out more. And I realized that that was not a good thing for me to do because I lived in a state of comparison. And then I was like, I think this is not good for me because I'm not seeing who I am and what I can do because I have a job. I work in production. I work 12 hours a day. Whatever it is that this person is doing, they make their living with that. Okay. That's a different thing. And on top of that, images are retouched. Like you said, Damien, like I, I can't believe so many people use all these different filters and stuff like that. And of course, the majority of us I'm not going to post shitty pictures of myself when I'm going to the bathroom at four o'clock in the morning and I switch on the light and I go, oh my God, you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm not going to be doing that either. I'm trying to be kind of cute, but, you know, um, but the reality is the parents have to stay on top and yeah. they have to have a lot of conversations with the children. But the problem is that we live in a time 
where we live in financial slavery, right? If yeah. you live in a large city, it is so expensive to live here. My friend who has two children and is now pregnant with her third tells me how much money she has to spend on childcare. She's a lawyer. She makes good money, but all that money goes out the window. She has to work all the time so that they can money so that the kids can be somewhere and they don't really have the time to spend with the kids. So it's like, who's raising your children? Wow. Back in the day, my mother was home with me all day, every day. There was breakfast cooked. When I came home from school, there was lunch. We did homework together. So that was of such great value. And as an adult, I realized that not all children have that. And even, you know, in my relationships with men, if I look at issues and where a lot of issues come from, I go, wow, this person didn't have a father. For instance, if right. I give an example, and someone, uh, especially a man who didn't grow up with a father figure is very troubled. It doesn't mean that they, that, you know, they're impossible to deal with, but there was just a huge link missing, right? Or then they were raised by a single mother who also didn't have time and who knows what these kids were exposed to. So, you know, so it all basically goes back to that. But I think that yeah, for the for for the young generations, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. my God, I just feel so fortunate that, you yeah. know, we didn't have that. But even as adults, we have to check ourselves and go, hey, is it is, is this is this making me feel good? Is this right. if, if I'm looking at these people in these pictures and you know what? I'm not a hater. If I see someone doing great, I think to myself, more power to them. And how are they doing this? If someone right. is like, hey, I just bought myself a mansion. I'm like, tell me how. Yeah. Tell me some secrets. You know, yeah. how can I, how can I learn? I don't know everything. I'm always, you know, and, and, uh, and, and, a, a working know, an internal student. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy right now too, Agina, is individuals now can actually buy likes and buy, um, by comments, I, I believe it is, um, by friends, <laughs> like literally, like overnight, somebody can go from like 1000 friends to like 20,000 friends, just from a click from making a purchase. That's crazy. Or even on like views on YouTube, post a video, next thing you know, you got 100,000 views because you paid $80. It's, it's mm -hmm. crazy. I mean, um, you know, what's, what's truth versus what's fake, you know? Um, but amazing. And so we want to really want to thank you guys for being a part of the parlay, um, tonight, um, every Tuesday, you know, and like I said, whenever you can make it, if it's one, once a week, once every two weeks, once every three weeks, man, Abigail, we really appreciate you. I know I've seen you on the past three, three weeks, four weeks, you won the gift, the Christmas gift. So congratulations from the parlay network. Um, but man, we, we definitely love, love you guys. We love everybody and, um, be looking forward to the, uh, parlay podcast about the drop January 11th. Ricardo, you want to say any uh, final information about that? Uh, no, like I said, we're just, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, we're, like I said, we're excited about it and we're just yeah. thankful for you guys for being here. And yeah. uh, please make sure to continue to pass the word to all your friends and family and everyone remember to parlay all day.